0: Welcome to the Talk Show Talkers on irishtalkers.com.
1: Listeners, we have a tremendous treat for you today. We have the very best segment of the entire show. And this is going to give you an opportunity to listen to some wonderful sound. So I'm going to hand you over to Moira O'Brien who is going to sound the call to arms. Moira.
0: As usual, Paul, you're setting me up for a fall. I'm not sure that I'm going to live up to your expectations quite so much today, because this as always is going to be somewhat of a table topic. Now, what am I talking about today? Sound. There's the sound of silence. The absence of sound. Isn't it wonderful? There is no sound except my voice. And that, folks, is what we're aiming to achieve. The absence of all sound except the sound of our voice. Okay, let's talk about two different circumstances. The one is the online situation and the other is the on-site Situation. In the one, we have almost complete control over our environment, but in the other, we may have sounds which we cannot control. Now, there's a lot of similarity between the two situations in terms of external sound. And when I say external sound, I'm talking about unwanted noises that are not coming from the place, the room where you're actually speaking. It could be, for example, an air conditioning unit. That's, I know in in hotels that I've been in, can be a little bit of an annoyance and a distraction because it does have a certain amount of noise. But you can go and turn it off. There's another hotel where I've given speeches where the room is next door to a kitchen area and we hear the thinking of glasses and cutlery all the time in the background, which I can tell you is exceptionally irritating and difficult to be able to give a speech and to listen to the speech. And let's put this in the right context. You are important, but you're not as important as the audience. And the experience that the audience is going to get of your speech is the most important thing. So sound is important. Just imagine now. Let's say you are watching a video on YouTube. And it's really beautiful. The visuals are stunning. But the sound is... Do you enjoy watching that video? Answer? No. Let's turn it around. The visuals you're watching are a bit boring and a bit naff and not particularly interesting. But the sound is superb. And the quality of the speech, the actual words that are being spoken, that's stuff that you really want to listen to. You can make excuses for the lack of video because you're getting what you need from the audio and the quality. Of the audio. So that puts audio into perspective. In my opinion, audio is the most important thing of all the very many important things, but it is the top of the list of things of importance in your speaking. We've talked about background sounds. There are some background sounds that are going to be within your ability to control. If they are, and if you can control them, get rid of them. Get rid of them because they will be a distraction and it will make it more difficult for your audience to follow you without losing words, losing interest, etc. Background noises that are outside of your control, that's more difficult. You can't necessarily get up and go into a different room because you'll be talking to nobody because your audience is in the other room. I, I, that sounds silly, but you, you get the point. You can't do much about that except maybe to try to overcome that by talking maybe a little bit louder, raising your voice. At the end of the day, you have got to get your voice heard by everybody in the room and that includes the person right at the back of the room now if you're an actor you know how to do this because you are able to project your voice and throw the voice to the back of the room but your average speaker doesn't necessarily have the capability of doing that so the only way to get around that I guess is to increase the volume of your of your voice let's talk a little bit about the online situation. Now here, I would hope that we have a much greater degree of control over our environment. For example, I am sitting in my office-come living room-come kitchen. It's not the best location. And if I was to move uh, away from the microphone too far, uh, the audio would not be terribly good. So I'm talking to you very close to the microphone. But there are certain things that I have which I have to pay attention to. For example, I have a speaker. So I could actually take my headphones off and I would be able to listen to Ted and Paul when I'm away from the camera. But if I was to turn that speaker up, can you now hear there's some feedback going on the microphone is picking up a certain amount of sound from the speaker. I'll turn it down now because it's really annoying. Uh, it, it's called feedback. There's a, a feedback loop. The speaker is going into the microphone. which is going to the speaker, going to the microphone, and so on, and so on, and so on. So that's something that you always want to avoid. But because I'm in a room with, which is called probably quite boomy, by going very close to the microphone and turning the gain on the microphone down a little bit, that is the, if you like, the input volume that the microphone is going to hear. I'm avoiding getting too much of that boom. Now, I can tell you folks that the best place for you to do online audio is actually your bedroom. Think about it. You've probably got a carpet on the bedroom floor. You've got bedclothes on the bed. You've probably got curtains on the window. And all of these absorb... Sound. They don't reflect sound. And what makes a problem with sound sounding, ah, what's the word for it? it? It's sort of the boomy, echoey sound, is because you have reflective surfaces reflecting the sound back to your microphone as you speak. And because sound travels at a relatively slow speed, it's what, 640 miles per hour, something like that. You don't have to go very far for there to be a a significant, a noticeable difference in sound. And that noticeable difference only needs to be a matter of a few feet away. Right, what other sounds are there that we may not have full control of in our own homes? Well, it could be our significant other who happens to come in, or it could be a child, or it could be children playing outside, as we had earlier on in this broadcast, in this podcast, where the word sounds of children playing. So we made an effort there to remove that external sound by closing doors, closing windows, and it was successful. It's amazing that just the closing of a, a window can completely deaden that external sound. You can avoid your unwanted house sounds by making sure that you uh, advise your significant other and your children that you are broadcasting or you are podcasting and therefore now you must uh, be allowed to be kept in peace and quiet and that is important
1: Myra, yes paul, paul a request for advice absolutely how do you request your cat to stop meowing during a speech online? That's
0: very easy. You put him outside or her, in my case, and uh, actually she's asleep behind me. Uh, you, you put her outside and you close the door and the cat flap. And no, Ted, you don't get your gun out and fire. <laughs> and
1: is it OK to do this during the speech online when the cat wanders into the room?
0: Absolutely, Ted. It is, it is mandatory so to do. Well, if they, are there any other sensible comments now on what I've just said? Because we have reached the end of the, uh, the Can segment. Can I have
1: another piece of advice? As long as it's what? a
0: serious one and not a frivolous one.
1: Oh, well, I have a dog and I I uh, have had the experience of my dog coming in while I've been making a speech. And I've had to make a decision, Myra, between engaging with the audience mm-hmm. and allowing the dog to lick my face mm-hmm. or Distracting myself from the audience and uh, putting the dog away. Which would you advise me to do?
0: Well, Paul, for a start, I would say that uh, in, forget about the audio. We're not, your comment does not come into the audio. It comes into the visual section. And in visually, that would be exceedingly distracted, distracting and therefore should be dealt with immediately by turning your camera off so that your audience is not being distracted visually and arranging for the dog to be removed from your presence.
1: And one final supplementary as an addendum to the conversation. Would you advise uh, members in clubs to hold speeches and evaluations with all cameras off so that the audience can pay attention to the sound rather than being distracted by the visuals?
0: That is actually a very good question, Paul. And I would treat it with the seriousness, seriousness which it deserves. Yes and no. <laughs>
1: Thank you. This is Nick speaking. It's very good to hear or well, have you listen to us. The of that conclusion is the best way of ending this week's Thank you very much, Moira O'Brien, for sending us home with a great call to action. To Ted Malanfi for appreciating it so much. And for Paul Omani for being foolish enough to have asked that question. Die, Bye. Thanks, Bye, See you next, week. See you we next week.
0: We have a very special guest with us next week. Bye for now.